Welcome to another Halloween, well, it's not really Halloween, I guess horror-themed, right? I mean, it's for Halloween, let's be honest. Another uh, Halloween-themed episode of the Attack of the Movie, yeah, the Attack of the B-Movie podcast. That's all, folks. Uh, I'm trying to do 31 and 31. I'm on track. Some of them have been posted kind of late in the evening, so I guess if you're on the East Coast, technically I failed at it. But, uh, you know what? Not going to really uh, worry about it, because I'm doing the best I can, and, you know, thanks for listening. So this this episode is going to focus on a movie by a director that I really like, John Carpenter. He's a he's fantastic. I, I don't know what really to say about him, but I've wrote an article about him before too. So if you want to check it out, it's on the website. So this movie uh, came out in 1988. I could have swore this movie was older. Um, it stars Roddy Piper or Rowdy Roddy Roddy Piper, as some people know him as Keith David and Meg Foster. I am talking about the seminal classic B movie. It came here to kick ass and chew gum, and it's all out of gum. They Live. They Live has one of the longest drawn-out fight scenes ever, and it's fantastic. So um, let me just get into it. So first off, uh, um, Roddy Piper plays, uh, he's a drifter, and uh, his, his name is John Nada. So Roddy Piper plays this drifter that's trying to find construction work in L.A., and he finds some, and he starts working, and he... Um, he befriends this guy, Keith David, or not Keith David, that's his real name, another construction worker, Frank Armitage. And uh, they go to this shanty town, like, soup kitchen, and um, Nada notices that there's a few st- odd things happening around this church. There's this, um, there's this blind preacher, and he starts chastising people to wake up. And there's police helicopters overhead that are just kind of hovering. And uh, another drifter starts complaining that his TV signal is interrupted by a man wearing, or by a man warning everyone about those in power. So it's like real conspiracy stuff, right? Uh, he, John Nada eventually finds out the church is a front. Um, and that the choir that you hear outside the church is an audio recording. The building's actually filled with scientific equipment and crates of equipment and cardboard boxes. And he finds a box that's hidden in this wall. But before he can look, he runs because the preacher notices him. So that night, the police attack and bulldoze the entire shantytown area. So Nada goes back the next morning, and he finds that the church is empty, but that he found, but that, that box he found hidden in the wall is still there. Or there's actually mo- multiple boxes. So he takes one of the boxes, and he takes it in an alley, and he opens it up, and the box just has a bunch of sunglasses. So he takes one of the pairs of sunglasses, and he throws the, re- the other box. He hides it in the garbage, in the garbage can. So what he does is he puts the glasses on and he finds out that they change the world around him, right? So instead of seeing everything in color, everything becomes black and white. But what he could see also is that all the advertising and the media, the news and everything, they're hiding subliminal commands to obey, consume, reproduce, and conform everywhere. It, they also, he also finds out that um, by looking at world, certain world leaders and stuff, or certain... Wealth and power, wealthy, powerful people that they're actually aliens with skull-like faces, but only if you have the glasses on. So he's in this grocery store and he runs into a woman who he has he has the glasses on. He noted and he puts it on. He puts glasses on. He notices that she's one of them, and he uh, confronts her and she talks into her wrist her wristband and tells others about him. So two police officers show up. And they're trying to arrest him. So he kills both of them. He takes the weapons, and he just goes on a shooting spree. I mean, we're talking just massive shooting spree. A shooting spree. He kills 
he's only killing the aliens. Let's be honest. Let's be fair on that. Before, I know things in the past week have been... But he uh, has the glasses on so he can see who's the aliens, and he kills a bunch of them that he finds in a bank. And then he sees one, like, uses the wrist uh, wristband or wristwatch, and he just disappears. So um, he escapes, and he's, he destroys um, a little camera drone that looks like a flying saucer. And um, he takes... Uh, what's her name? He takes a woman named Holly Thompson... Uh, hostage she's the director for a uh, cable channel 54 and he's at her um her hilltop home because of course why not and he's trying to convince her hey listen this is the truth i could prove it to you and he starts having migraine headaches from he determines it's from using the glasses right because they're just sensory overload is what i'm thinking at this point so she finds that his um story makes no sense he he's unaware and she throws him through a window and then she calls the police so he's tumbling down this hill, and he's in. Luckily, he escapes, but he left the glasses behind. So he's um, he's a fugitive now, and he returns to the alley where he found where he hid the glasses. Of course, they're gone because he hid them in the garbage can. So he retrieves a box from a, he retrieves a box from a truck, and Frank's there now. And Nada, who's a is a wanted fugitive, or Frank meets him there, and they think it's he's trying to get his page, give him his paycheck or something. So Nada tells story, hey, this is what's happening, tells him a story, tells everything that's happening. Frank thinks he's nuts and says, I don't want nothing to do with you. There's something wrong with you. Now is when this massive street fight starts. And it starts because Nada, Roddy Piper, is trying to t- get him to put these glasses on. And they're just fighting and punch for punch, kick for everything. In fact, there's an episode of South Park from about 15 years ago. And it's a horrible episode in a way because... It's Timmy and Jimmy, and they yell, they, and everyone's yelling, cripple fight! Well, the fight that they're having is the exact frame-for-frame, frame, like, South Park recreation of the fight, and they live. Um, so, finally, they're fighting, and um, finally, Nada gets the upper hand on him, and he, um, they're tired out enough, and he gets him to wear the glasses, and then Frank, like, he, he's like, holy shit, I get it now. So they get they rent a hotel room, and uh, they're having this meeting in there, and they're talking about what's going on. And in the meantime, um, this guy Gilbert, he's another one of the Shantytown members, he, he sees them, and he tells uh, them about a secret meeting that basically other people know about this, right? Clearly. And he tells them about these activists. So Frank and Nada go to, the, go to this meeting, and they're giving, instead of the glasses now, they find out these activists have... Um, contact lenses they could wear so they learn from the broadcast remember there was a broadcast earlier about uh don't believe whatever they believe that he they learned from this bearded man's broadcast that aliens are controlling the third world or uh aliens are look they look at earth as a third world nation right so they're um they're deplete they're who's depleting the resources they're causing global warming and then they're just going to move on to another planet and they're using subliminal messages into people's brains through the TV to keep everything hidden. So what they need to do is they got to destroy the source, and then everyone will see the true form, not just Frank and people wearing the glasses or contacts. Um, the activists give Frank this stolen, uh, well, it's the alien wristband, wristwatch, and it acts as a communications device and a teleportation device, which we already knew. So before they go... Holly arrives again, and she joins them, and she apologizes to Nada for not believing him. And in the meantime, 
shortly after, the place is raided by the police. They start killing everybody off. Nada and Frank fight their way out. It's a giant, massive fight scene. It's great. They get cornered in an alley, and um, he throws the watch, and the watch opens a portal, and the two of them just they jump in to escape, and they come out, and they're in, his, in these... Um, they're in these, like, underground passages, these underground tunnels. They have no idea where they're at. So they start wandering around, and they start trying to find stuff, and they come across a, um, a big banquet hall, right? Like a big grand ballroom. And in it are the aliens, and they have real human collaborators. All the rich people are there. And um, they find out that, um, what's his name? Gilbert is actually a collaborator. And that's who turned it all in. Or he, they think he's a collaborator because he's there. So he believes they're collaborators. So he takes them on a tour of the passages. So he find, they find that the, there's the link between alien society, there's a space travel port, there's a, passage, is, there's a passageway that leads to the cable channel that uh, Holly worked for. Um, there's a few other things they see. Well, it turns out the cable station is actually the source of the signal, right? Obviously, clearly, because there's a tunnel to it. So they need to destroy the transmitter. So the two of them, it's just Frank and Nada, and they launch an attack, and they start taking, they're taking out alien soldiers left and right. It's like an action game. It's awesome. It's like if they're fighting through the brought to the building, and they're trying to get to this roof, and they find Holly, and they grab her and take her along with, and um, he gets up to the to the rooftop and he finds that um, the broadcaster's disguised as a satellite dish. Well, a satellite dish is a broadcaster, so I mean, it makes sense, right? And then he hears a gunshot and Holly's killed Frank off the screen. Turns out, Holly's a human collaborator. Not that I didn't see that coming, but still. So she aims at Nada and she tells him to stop doing this and she's persuading him to stop. A helicopter's hovering overhead so he, could, he drops his weapons and then he um, he drops his weapons. He acts like he's going to surrender. And then he pulls out a hidden pistol, and he, he pulls out the pistol. He shoots her. He shoots the satellite dish, the broadcaster. It destro- gets destroyed, and then he gets gunned down by the helicopter. As he's dying, he flicks off the, helicap- the helicopter because he knows he's destroyed the, broad- the transmitter. Now they're going to be exposed for what they are. So as the... So we see that people are starting to see that these are real aliens, and then the film just abruptly ends. It's a fantastic run, man. It's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a horror movie to an extent. I mean, I guess it's an action. It, it, it's kind of all of them. It's There's some scarier moments in it. I mean, plus, you know, think about what he discovers, right? Um, it, it's just a great flick. I highly recommend watching it. If you want something that's kind of a horror movie, but not like... Um, not like um, really gory and blood. Well, it is gory and blood, I guess. Um, let's just say it's a horror movie, but it's it's more of an action film, like Aliens was, right? Only not as scary as Aliens. But anyways, um, thanks for listening. I highly recommend They Live. It's a fantastic movie. I may put it in and watch it tonight. I it's like good. It's like Big Trouble in Little China to me. You cannot watch it enough. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you hear, like, share, comment. I appreciate it. That that's I, I really that's what we need you to do. So uh, thanks, and talk to you next time. Bye.